0: It's your host, Ellie Lee, and welcome to my podcast, where I interview artists from the entertainment industry, and we get their stories, their journeys. How did they get to where they are now? What were your obstacles, the trials, the tribulations? These are the people who took the path less followed and went for it when everyone else said no. I hope this podcast inspires you to get off your butt and chase your dreams. Take that leap of faith, because it will be the best thing you will ever do in this short life. Welcome to this episode of When I Grow Up. How are you guys? I'm talking to you, the listener. Yes. Are you doing well? Are you having a good day? Today is like one of those days where I woke up and I was like, oh, (laughs) I can't do anything. Like I woke up really late because I couldn't sleep all night. At the beginning of the week, I love to go to the gym because I'm like, okay, I'm pumped up, you know, let's go because starting my day when I work out is just like the best feeling in the world. And I woke up today, my alarm went off. 10 times. I'm not even kidding. And I snoozed every single time. And I was like, it's just one of those days where like I'm very exhausted from the weekend because let me tell you something. I had a lit weekend. And this is not for me to like shove in your face like, oh, okay, you're so cool. Like, no, I don't have lit weekends. I don't party that much. I don't really go out that much. Uh, And when I do go out, it's usually like, you know, it's a girl's thing. It's like a girl's night out or it's a one-on-one dinner with someone that I want to get to know or something like that. But I don't go clubbing. You know, I don't drink. I don't party my ass off. But, oh, But uh, this weekend, it's it's so this whole week in New York is New York Fashion Week. And I think the following week right now and uh, I have cousins that I grew up with named Terrence and Kevin Kim, and they are designers uh, and the masterminds behind the clothing line Issei seoul and they live in korea but i grew up with them here in new jersey like we're very very close and they came here to present their new line for new york fashion week and they were gonna have an after party and if there's anything that people know about my cousins it's like i'm not even joking you my cousins know everybody okay they are they are the quintessential uh uh, poster children of what is cool so i knew that this after party was going to be a crazy so uh my brother came and my boyfriend came And I looked at them and I was like, guys, let's just have one of those nights where like it's you wake up in the on Sunday and you're just like, yeah, that was awesome. So I was like so determined to party because I never party. And I was like, I just want to get it out of my system. And it's interesting because I think that for New York Fashion Week, like I definitely I love fashion. Uh, uh, I respect fashion. I understand that, you know, this is a great love for people. You know, I wouldn't say it's in my like my top three. My top three is like, you know, my career, like TV, film, hosting, and then I love animals and veganism, and then I love fashion for sure, you know, because, you know, it's the first thing people see about you. And yes, I am in sweaters a lot and sweatpants, but sometimes I get dressed up, okay? So don't judge me. I can I can look good. Oh my gosh, all right? Uh, I said to my boyfriend, I was like, babe, do you think I'm one of those girls that like, w- like, doesn't try that much and he's like no when you try you look amazing he's like but when you don't try i was like i didn't ask for that you don't need to answer that just okay great thank you uh so the party was so fun i okay okay so back to the party was so fun and the thing is is like everybody there was so cool. There was like a lot of Instagram influencers, like everybody was dressed up in like streetwear and like you know wearing all like these cool underground designers and all that stuff. And I was stressing. I was like what am I going to wear? I was like oh my god, I don't have like all this streetwear like cool stuff. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do me. I haven't gone now. I'm going to see a lot of people I know. I'm just going to look sexy so you know i did like you know a casual sexy look you know the cleavage was out whatever and i was like i'm not gonna let all these like new york fashion week people intimidate me this is who i am this is what i'm presenting if you want to style me and hook me up with free clothes i am definitely open to that listen like i have a friend out in la shout out to danny out in la and i she always says like when you come here girl i'm, I'm gonna help you that's a friend that wants to elevate me in my fashion sense and all this stuff i am all for that so if you want to send me clothes okay all will wear it. But if you're not, I'm going to figure out something from my closet, which is what I did. And, you know, I walked into that party just being like, I don't care. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to support my cousins. I'm here with my brother who I never, you know, party with. And I'm here with my boyfriend who I haven't seen him out. You know, my boyfriend's usually on the couch watching movies. So I'm like, all right, let's go. And we honestly had the best time ever. And I went home at 4am, which is what I haven't done that since I was 19. And let me tell you something, guys, I look young, but I am older. Okay. And I wow, it was fun. Okay. And then the next day I had to work for my dad. But that's a different story. But I did it. It's fine. The point of the thing is it was just so much fun. And I realized that you don't need to be like everybody else to stand out. I wasn't dressed like everybody else. When you just own yourself and when you just embrace who you are and you're just there to have fun and you're not bothering anybody – it's it's a kind of confidence that I can't explain that I only got uh, in my later years. You know, in my younger years, I feel like I had a lot to learn socially, you know, whether it was like I was too annoying, or I was too this, or I didn't know how to hang, or I didn't know this, I didn't know that. And I think as you get older, and you learn all the things that are your flaws, and you learn how to be uh, how to work and function in society and around people, I feel like in my age right now, I feel cool, you know, and it doesn't even matter if people don't think I'm cool, I feel cool. And I own that. And I felt so good, you know, this weekend partying my butt up. And like, my cousin was like, man, you got too lit. And I was like, No, I didn't. I was like, I didn't get too lit. I had a lot of fun. And he was like, Okay, good. I'm like, Yeah. All right. So I don't care if you judge me. I don't care. Okay. It's like this. There's this guy that I saw recently. Um, at an event. And he used to be this dude who literally like I had a crush on him in like college and he would never give me the time of day. Like he would always like hit on my friend who was like so much hotter than me. And like he was always like saying rude stuff about me and all this stuff. Years later, when I uh, glowed up, leveled up, you know what I'm saying? And I be and I really started to come into myself, I bumped into him and he started hitting on me and flirting on me. And I looked at him and and through my eyes I told him, Boo, sorry. You were on that level when I was at that place, but now I have elevated to new heights and you're basic, so bye bye And it's the best feeling when you know that you've grown and you can just, you know, just Give the hand to people who never gave you the time of day. It's the best feeling. And it's really about self-love and it's really about confidence. So anyway, so that's just, you know, some lessons I've learned in the past week that I have thought I would share with all of you. Um, I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this episode of When I Grow Up. Uh, it's with... It's with my friend Jackie Moran. She's a style expert. She's a fashion influencer. She's a TV host. And she is so sweet. And she has so many amazing gems that she throws down in this interview. It's insane. When I was editing it, I... Texted her and I was like girl you are inspiring me as I edit your episode and she's like thank you and I'm like you're welcome so for anyone out there who's interested in entering the fashion world entering a television fashion or like if you see a morning show and you see the fashion girl that comes up and introduces all like the new trends if that's your dream this is the interview for you or if you just want to be inspired to do that thing that you're afraid to do this interview will get you up and going and make you feel like you can do it all. So enjoy this episode of When I Grow Up. Today we have a very special guest. Uh, she's a friend of mine. We've worked together before. She is tall, blonde, and beautiful. She is a, a style expert, a TV host, and a fashion influencer. Please give it up for Jackie Moran. Oh. That you give me the tall blonde intro well girl people need to know what you look like okay <laughs> jackie looks like a model but then you talk to her and you're like oh you're not intimidating you're the nicest person ever <laughs> you're like super you're just super down to earth and you don't look like you would be down to earth
1: Aww, because I you're think, so pretty you. Aww. and put together oh you know what i'm saying i love you girl
0: um jackie let's just tell all the audience members how yes. we know each other we should yes it all started on a little morning show on vh1 called big morning buzz live it was live tv people we were on cable and we were doing our thing and i remember you were on the show before i came in because i came in with like a new crew yes so you were with another host and you were doing
1: the big morning buzz for years before right i came yeah. into the picture you know it's kind of crazy because i actually feel like i was one of the few people that did survive like the yes. new cast yes and uh, you know it was just for us wasn't it, it Was just one of the best shows to was work one- on in television if you
0: ask anybody that worked on that show they will tell you it is one of the best times of their lives because it was yes do you remember the first time that you felt
1: like you understood what fashion was like growing up did you were you always dressing up literally there is an actual proof video of when i was maybe two and everybody or five two or five whatever same thing Everyone was running around, like mm. all the cousins. Mm. I was coming in and out of the closet door holding up clothes. I swear <laughs> to God. And I only saw that video way later in life because, you know, you don't remember what you do when right. you're two. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, it was there. It was, it was there. there. That's so weird. So I actually trace it back to that. I also trace it back to a tennis photo when I was taking tennis lessons and I was posing oh, with yes, tennis racket. You definitely have you, the cutest outfits on. You know on. I cared about the tennis <laughs> outfit. I was tennis racket pose yes yes so i was a little share clueless moment so i it, actually you saw it in me yes from younger things that you only realize when you look back mm-hmm. and i do believe you're kind of just born with these things that you love yeah it's and true. and also my grandmother was a huge fashion maven wow like overt fashion long island grandmother she worked for revlon bloomingdale and so oh i just like i think i took a lot of that gene with me yeah a little bit of my mom's gene put it all together and you so business that's, of fashion That's
0: what I was gonna ask you Who influenced you When you were young So your grandmother Was this like Amazing maven I mean she did she have like The everything on All the time All the time, all the time. I mean all the time. all
1: the time She still does it now At 87 oh, But she bless. looks crazy And it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> And it's mostly From the dollar store now But it's amazing And Burlington Because she loves Burlington yes. And so I have... actually work With Burlington now Which is a bless. blessing yes. Blessing 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 in the family So then your mom Let's get into your mom For a moment Yes Because your mom <laughs>
0: your mom damn yo she is if there is any time to use the word hustler or someone that grinds like this woman is the epitome of all that so please tell the audience who your mother is
1: yes so my mom is joy mangano inventor entrepreneur um you know basically the movie joy jennifer lawrence Mm -hmm. played my mom my mom is the real life joy of The Jennifer Lawrence movie Joy, so you know it was weird because she started her business when we after we were born. So as like a two year old, three year old, I was riding in the car with her to go to QVC to go on air. Oh my god! And that's like what we did for fun. We were like, oh, we're going to go on a long car ride to Pennsylvania now. So, which is where they're headquartered, and so we she took us along for the ride as she built her business. So it was really weird as different stages of life started to happen and her success, we kind of were growing up with that. Mm. So it was... And so we were there for everything. She took us to London when she went on air in London. She oh my took God. Us, you know, so it was really... As you're growing up, you don't realize what mom is doing. Right, you just right. Think you're that's just going for it.
0: But can I? Can you tell the audience what your mom was bringing to QVC to show? And for those of you who don't know what QV, QVC is, can you
1: explain what QVC yes. is? So QVC, HSN, which she was obviously her long running. Um, Rain was mm-hmm. at Q uh, longer at HSN than QVC. It's the home shopping network, home shopping electronic retailing. That's where they talk on TV and yes. you know, and they like, show this you is a lovely bracelet exactly. And the <laughs> women always have like amazing hands and right. they're manicured,
0: and they show you all the things to buy.
1: Yes, okay, and it is literally its own world. It, oh no, oh, oh no! I know that world is insane. It's crazy, and because every minute you're on air, which is twenty four hours, seven days a week. Wow. You're selling product. Yeah, it is literally 24 seven selling product. So everyone looks at Amazon now and all these places. Mm-hmm. This was like the originator, yes. you know. So, um, so we grew up going there, like on set. And so, you're, so she invented. Yeah, So, yeah, yeah. so ooh, the ooh, so ooh. the yes. velvet thin hanger that on. you see everywhere. Come on, the huggable hangers. That's her invention. Dude, that's <laughs> crazy. Okay, what else? It's actually I I do believe it's the number one selling product in all of electronic. Tr- electronic retailing to date because it's genius it's like billions now i think oh crazy it, of hangers that's yes, it. yes 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 yes. <laughs> and we're not that fancy <laughs> we're not that fancy we still we literally still shop at burlington marshall's tj maxx like that's love what it. that's what w- my mom loves a deal she loves a bargain for her customers for herself yes. like, sh- until she's happy with that like th- she doesn't go on air until she gets her product to the right price point and fits every little detail because she's neurotic like me. Ugh, and thank you, Mama. I know. God, thank you for caring about us. Like, when we were on vacation when we were little, she was actually in designing a bakery box that ended up... Like, she had to go... Instead of going to the beach, she had to go make copies of the design so she can then send it on to start getting it made. And then it became, like, one of her products. Like, that's how it always went. She was the original self-ringing mop. So, anyway, back in the day, when you know, before Swiffer and all that. But, so... You know, it's was funny because you go through high school and you're like, don't talk about my mom. Like, i am got to be cool. I can't. Right, right, and right. Then right. I'm, and then I'm like, mom, come on. Come on. Let's go here. <laughs> you know, like yes, please take me to the Oscars. You know, <laughs> so it changes very quickly. You realize, especially when you get into the real world, like, whoa. Mm. My mom was also divorced for most of our lives. Wow, so she was single mom S- raising you guys? Y- yes. Wow. And creating the business. Shh. Yet great relationship with my dad we all have a great relationship but single mom three kids and made this business i mean i can't even as i'm trying to make a business just without the kids part and you know it's i literally don't know Mm. how she did everything she did and that sets the bar for me Mm. all the time it's this high 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 bar Mm. and i'm not saying that it makes me worry or i have to achieve a certain level but it's just what i'm ingrained with like the best is still never enough. The best, the best, better yourself. Right. You know, that's just how I think. So mm-hmm. I constantly have to, you know, keep changing up what I do and add more to it and, and keep fine tuning and go after this and go after that and fly to LA and do this. You know, like I just totally. have that ethic in me, which I don't even really, you don't realize until as you get older, like not every mother is like this. <laughs> no, <laughs> not not at at wait a minute. <laughs> right. So it, it's a like a learning curve that you, as you get older and get into the real world of of life you're like whoa she was incredible is incredible yes and you appreciate her more of course like literally every day so
0: so when do you feel like was the first time that you started watching uh or seeing fashion in the flesh or on tv or in magazines like do you remember looking at dresses for like you know the oscars or something and being like oh my god
1: yeah well i actually you know growing up obviously i just loved fashion I I always looked at models. For me, it was like house of style Mm. and those kinds of things. Like I always wanted to be Cindy Crawford and then Molly Sims. And, you know, that was always my dream, like to be a house of style girl. Mm -hmm. And one of my first things that I did actually was out at the MTV Beach House. And I ended up grinding with Joe Button. Stop it. (laughs) Stop (laughs) it. That was actually like my first modeling gig. (laughs) And I I didn't know what to do. So I just shook my hips and smiled. And it was like for Echo. And I just... It, that amazing happened. amazing yeah, that was good it was good um so, so i got close yeah <laughs> i yeah. would say that's close to cindy crawford don't you think it's very close very close um, but anyway so through high school you i just was gravitating towards that and then when i actually started going to fit i probably went to like a hundred it's called an open call right where you go in. anybody can go in yep. and the heads of modeling agencies look at you and most of the time are like no thank you mm-hmm I went to probably like a hundred of them all through high school because modeling was the thing that you wanted to do yes Mm -hmm. so it was more from the model perspective and then i actually never got signed Mm. until i I went to fit for college but really in my head i was like well i'm really just gonna go be a model but i'll go to fit and um an agency that i had gone to three times before Mm. finally signed me while i was in college so were you hyped i was hyped but Wow, well, before that happened i was uh, volunteering at fashion week and i saw oh my god um so like so many models in the flesh that and i'm thinking of the blonde one oh my god who was so gorgeous and i can't think of her name right now carolina Kurkova. yes 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 i saw her in person i actually started crying because wow. i was like i want to do this this is this, i'm not her and i felt that way i'm like i yeah i don't want it to like be her, her oh, but but you wanted to be i want to be in this industry mm. like how can i figure this out i'm barely five nine and that was like the Ultimate cutoff. So, then. the killer for you in the modeling agency was your height. Yes. Like just barely hitting the five nine mark was actually, and if I heard it one more time, you're too commercial. But thank you so much. I'm like, darn. Mm. That's all I ever heard. But eventually, pecked my way in there. Yes, got bless. For me, nothing ever was like, yeah, just come do this job. Right. I, you know, I don't know if I should have gone after these things. Like how long till you have to, should you cut yourself off? But I literally had to like peck my way into every industry version of what I've done since then. And, you know, maybe... Hmm. <laughs> maybe i just have a little more faith in myself than i even should but i just cannot rest until i go after these things that i'm passionate about and it never came easy it, mm-hmm. it took a lot of tries i mean that's one of my favorite things about you is your drive oh you know thank you, my you have such drive thank you and
0: people really need to know that it, it is innate, but it's also like you got to work
1: your ass off. Like nothing is given to you in this industry. That's the thing. I mean, I cannot say that enough. I feel like there's that blip of a person that will walk into something and boom, they yes. go to the high life. But to not, you, maybe you'll get that. But to sustain in this industry, like maybe you get past square one, but then there's like a hundred more right. squares after that to be in these industries to financially be there, to be able to stay in the, you know, that exposure to grow and have the followers now and all, you know, it is so many layers. What you think should take a day takes a year and you have to be ready for the long haul. That's all I have to say. And also have solutions too, so that you're not just struggling and desperate and feel, you know, at like the end of your rope, make sure you have things, try to, I would say, I wish I had like a a few more balancing things that made me not so 100% all the time that I was like living and dying right. by it. All
0: your, your, all, like, all your chips were in.
1: Right, right, all my chips were in and maybe that's what it, for me it took to get to where I had to go but maybe at the same time it would be good to give yourself... a yourself a sense of security at the same time so you don't like feel like you're in panic mode every single (laughs) day but i do
0: feel like that's that's a very common mistake with people like us we're like we're all in f everybody else look watch us and then you're like oh months are going by and i feel like crying exactly and
1: you know when you feel like that moment where nobody will take you and wait how can i even do this if square one the agent doesn't even care about me and i meet with all these people and they and nothing happens like how am i ever going to get past this Mm -hmm. so looking back i i say i would say it might help to have something else that gives you a certain security maybe it's a different job maybe it's somebody in your life whatever but i feel like i always had my family for me that the crutch was my family so yeah. when i felt really crappy and somebody said like shave your hip bones oh and God. like nasty things i could go home and tell people that and they would give their long island sarcasm and be like they all suck and you're amazing and yes. you know we'd laugh and you know maybe it was not totally true but <laughs> uh you know it, my family was my crutch that got me through feeling horrible Yes, and there's so many there are so many days where you do feel horrible yeah. but you ha- that's why you have to really love it and have to really want to go after it because it will it you will have to fight for it i mean you you are lucky if you just walk and open a door and things happen. You that's yeah,
0: that's why they say if there's anything else that you want to do
1: but be in the entertainment industry, please go
0: do that <laughs> exactly. because this is not for the weak hearted. Okay, this is not something. If you want immediacy, this is not the industry to be in.
1: Exactly, it you, is. And, and even when you get there, uh-huh. when you do the glamorous uh-huh, stuff. Girl. <laughs> then it's still like getting up at five in the morning <laughs> right. and 12 hour a day mm-hmm. and wait for three hours yep. to go on air and then have to feel awake and amazing. And so, so it has to pump through your blood yeah. and if it doesn't, it will show. Yep. And honestly you wonder, okay, there are millions if not billions of people. How did these few people get to this level? Because you start to weed people out yes. with how much do you really want it? How long can you sustain it? You know, is that fire really in you? You can start to really weed out the list, I feel like. Yes, this is very true. people that can really stick this out. Dude,
0: <laughs> I met a waiter the other day, and I, I said, oh, how long have you been bartending? He said, 17 years. I said, okay. And he goes, I'm an actor, too. I said, how long have you been acting? He said, 17 years. And I nearly fell off my chair. I'm like, you've been grinding at this for 17 years, and still nothing has popped, but he still in it he wants to do it he He wants it if
1: that fire is still there i also think you can't give it up you can't extinguish it i know i know what's wrong with us yo sometimes i'm just like why couldn't i just be a librarian man (laughs) Something. Well, wow, I'm not crying every day. Literally, you know what I have to tell you? Yeah. I admire everybody else in this <laughs> I world. Too. I admire people who build bridges. <laughs> me too. I admire the pilots that fly me, the doctors that take care of yes. me, the nurses that take my yes. blood pressure because they all go to their job yep. and they do their thing yep. and then they go home mm-hmm. and they and everybody serves a purpose. Exactly. This feels like it is my purpose. Right. It's a hard life, but so is everybody's in their own way. Sure. But You know, I I would definitely be lying to you if if there's no manual for this. This is not
0: do all these steps, go to these places, finish this, take this test, and then you will get to the next level. This is none of
1: that. Exactly. This is like there's nothing we can tell you. (laughs) And that's the so it's out of your control in many ways. So Mm -hmm. what you can control is what you do and how you do it. Yes. And how you act towards other people, which is also important.
0: Very important. So
1: important.
0: Because listen, once they start start talking shit. And the gossip gets around, you're done. Once you
1: get that diva card pulled, damn. <laughs> Once people find out you're a diva, you're done. I mean, we're all divas inside somewhere. <laughs> I know, but we got to really, you know, like, but we reel it in. Yeah, we, we reel, it, reel it, in. it in.
0: When was the moment where you were like, I want to be on TV and, like, start showing all my skills?
1: Definitely Project Runway. I was a model on Project Runway. Dude, what season? Christian Siri season that's That's why you guys are homies exactly that's why i get his shoes at his sample sale for 30 bucks and i get them texted to me by the amazing carl out there who literally hooks me up and i text shop his sample sales okay that goes back to when i was in his apartment which was the size of this table when he was watching himself like win project runway like i knew christian then weird it's so amazing to me that i've watched his journey through all of our years flourish Yes. And can I just tell you, he's like the same nice person That's and amazing. pretty much has always had the same people at his party yes. from then until now. Bless. Over a decade of fashion. Wow. Crazy. So were, did you work with him as a model? Was he, was, yes. were you his model? Um, so I was not, not really on the show a mm-hmm. little bit, but then we did some stuff after, but um, you know, I was a few other people's models that they got very like they were afraid to switch and all that kind of Mm -hmm, nice stuff mm -hmm. so i did some things for him after straight up modeling and then it started to turn into tv world and and then i just was covering his shows all the time and front row from that day forward you know i literally i I never missed a show of his except for when i had pneumonia and i made my boyfriend sean go and take pictures for me (laughs) Shout out to Sean. Yo, I love Sean. He's such, he so deserves a shout out. 16 year
0: boyfriend. Guys, 16 years these two have been together. This is no joke. Jackie and Sean walk in. You're just like, oh, you're just like (laughs) in love still. It's amazing. It's amazing.
1: So, so Project Runway. Yes, Project Runway. Because I started to see the TV side of it and I got fascinated. And, and actually Heidi Klum walking in in person, Mm -hmm. I was like... (laughs) She's now stunning. i want to be heidi Klum. <laughs> you're like forget kara re- exactly yeah. thank you carolina we've yeah, done our you. business thank you now i want to be heidi yes however heidi is one of the most beautiful people yep. you will ever see yep. in person her face with i've seen her walk into a shoot without a stitch of makeup and still looks amazing like really though like hair in the bun wet no makeup. Not one thing. You could see it. Like eyes. You know when people are like, hashtag no makeup. But they're like actually wearing foundation. Yep. No makeup. Gorgeous. And had a million
0: kids and still has like a six pack. Sick body. It's like, insane. Ridiculous. It's insane. I know. So Heidi Klum so, was the first person that made you go, oh, maybe I could do
1: this. Maybe we could TV it up. And, you know, it, it just felt like when I started to talk, I was like, wait a minute. I could actually talk about yes. fashion. I think I can do this even way better. I had to fight so hard. You know, all you had with modeling was your book. They literally opened it and closed it, mm-hmm. and that was like a hundred million girls, oh and God. they then flipping through people's books. When you can start talking. You're putting yourself in the game. Yes. Like, that's more skills going on. Yes. So I started to realize, wait, I can catch on to this. Like, th- this, I feel good yeah. when I'm in front of that camera.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm, like, getting all pumped I up. Like,
1: <laughs> well, I talk to myself all the time. So I
0: might, <laughs> so might as well share it with the world.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and so as long as I'm entertaining myself, somehow it seems to have worked for the rest of the world. Yes. You know, depending on the YouTube comments. But. Yeah. Well, we'll not. <laughs>
0: F the trolls. So you really taught yourself how to be good on camera, Honestly, or did you take
1: lessons? I won't even say that I've ever taken a lesson. Given myself a stamp of approval that I'm like good on camera. You are, I'm just very good on thank camera. Thank you, but and I don't mean that in a negative way. Like because i I'm, I'm really I don't post negative things. I really believe in the positive. But like I I just do I just go on there and I talk and I do have to thank our producer Shane for. Him finding me on LinkedIn, by the way, and giving me that opportunity on VH1. And before that, it was after Buzz TV, which was Maria Menounos's web channel. Didn't get paid, but I got paid in talking for an hour at a time. And honestly, I've never it's never been like, okay, I'm going to get on air and I'm going to do X, Y and Z. I was just like, hey, hey yep i'm jackie moran and i think this yeah and and nobody's yelled at me for it (laughs) right you're like oh okay let me just keep going on and there are there are most times where i have to mute myself i don't like watching myself back sure me neither. i just say what i think and i leave it at the door yes and it seems to have worked for all these different outlets yes again i have not gotten the notes (laughs) have you gotten notes i always get notes oh (laughs) okay (laughs) blessed that you haven't great you're killing it No notes.
0: That's great. No,
1: I got a few. I got a few here and there first couple of episodes of Sure. But after that, smooth sailing. You
0: always, you always, when I used to watch you do your tape segments on the show, you'd always hit it, Not if if not the first time, always the second time. Aww. Like you, or, I used to watch it
1: and be like, damn, she's just like never even messing up one word, you know? Because I'm neurotic and I'm a <laughs> prick perfectionist and i'm a virgo and it's and nobody's harder on me than me but it shows how hard you work when you do your thing you know that well i do have to like over prepare i have to write the note cards that's how my brain memorizes i have to memorize Mm -hmm. i do not look at note cards during a segment like they give them to me they force me to hold them right but i don't want them yeah i don't look at them because it ruins the flow exactly i just have to flow yeah you just gotta flow and i've always actually done so funny enough like my mom you go back to that her stuff it's a different kind of TV, but it's always been live TV. I've always flourished with live TV. Right. Way over stuff. Interesting. Interesting. To- Most people would say the opposite. Right. Yes. and And I would rather say it, leave it at the door. If I have my stumble, fine. Yeah. To to retape and yeah. re-say things is like my biggest nightmare. You know, it, and I agree
0: with you too, because I've done a lot lot of live TV, and it's like you go in there knowing you only have one chance. It gives you, you the adrenaline. It gives you the adrenaline. You're like, okay, I only have one chance, so I can't do this again. And most of the time it works out great because you're like, okay, I just landed my triple axel. Exactly. But when you, when you know it's taped, it's this weird thing that goes your brain into goes your head. goes different. Yeah, and it's, you're just like, oh, okay, I have a million chances. Yeah. And then it takes forever, and you're just like want to die at the end of it. <laughs> right
1: <laughs> exactly just
0: want to dive in. but
1: also and then so the other reason i would say if you want to call me successful it would be i love talking about fashion yes when i do other stuff and i've done you know other segments where it's more pop culture and that kind of, yeah i i can do it mm-hmm. but i can tell you that when i close my eyes I can do talking about I can talk about fashion in my sleep wow like so the just the excitement of that yeah I almost never write myself like notes on what to say for Mm, fashion I mm. just like let it fly because you know what you're talking about like that excitement is ingrained in me so I really would say another tip is like talk about what gets you excited because people read your energy when you're excited they get excited that's how like even with sales on HSN go when you get excited that everything starts ticking like people energy you cannot hide that in a screen and also passion yeah because when
0: you're talking about you're just not talking about clothes like okay this is my job and close this close that you're like no this is coming to
1: be like really fancy and snotty because i'm which is the worst way yeah like why do people do that because and I don't mean to call out people in fashion, but some people in fashion do that. I know, and it makes why? it
0: unapproachable. It makes me feel like I can't be a fashionable girl because I need to be a certain way. You know right? what I'm saying? I mean,
1: like, still to this day, I go to a front row and I'm like, "Hey, girl, yeah," and, and I like, feel like Ugh. I get that mean girls like, mm-hmm. "Well, that
0: front row does not look nice."
1: <laughs> like, why you know? And even influencers mm. now can be just like, "Really?" Oh, yeah. I'm just never gonna let myself. Please. Punch me in the face if I ever get you nasty. You will never get, like, <laughs> girl, you've done a lot of big stuff and you still. I can get cranky sometimes. So can sometimes, I. So can I. But I try to keep that to my 16-year boyfriend. He has to listen to it. And I try, just don't ever let me get nasty. That's when I will stop. It's not in your blood. It's not in my blood. It's not. You're, you're right. You're,
0: you're just too nice to people.
1: Well, it's fun. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. Like, it's not supposed to be all this Bullshit. Like I said, those pilots I admire and all those other people, I'm Mm. not them. I'm here talking about fashion by choice. Stilettos and stripes. Oh my. Like, let's have
0: fun with it. Exactly. So So tell me about the first TV appearance you did.
1: Okay. Well, I could tell you two versions. Yes, yes. Okay, tell me. so one was I was on and it involves both similar things happened. So, um, like literally traceably besides like the modeling the Joe Budden modeling incident. <laughs> um, I one of my first things and this is how I can tell you that I know that sticking with what you really love makes a difference, is I actually I do believe in taking every T V opportunity, literally, mm-hmm. unless it compromises your values, you know everything mm-hmm. i say yes almost to everything mm-hmm. and so the first round of stuff that i did naturally because my mom's in home home products and the, um was a home magazine was looking for a contributor so i it was to me it was like fashion home and i was bring trying to bring that all together mm-hmm. however when i was doing those segments i realized like when I started to move into true fashion, I was like, boom, this is where my heart beats. Ah, you know? yes. So but I still made it work. I always went from an angle that I found exciting. Um, so that's where I started. So it was a so it was a home segment mm-hmm. on NBC Local News. Wow. With Pat, the anchor. <laughs> and I was so excited. Now, when I talk to my family, we get excited. We like hit each other. Like we're <laughs> like, oh, look at this, look <laughs> at this. You know, I love you. Bam. Yeah. So I literally like hit her on the arm, like, and look at that's like, like uh. yeah, and I real and so after the segment, I did get a note then, <laughs> and it was like just don't hit the hosts, <laughs> you know maybe don't if you t- could just don't like, abuse maybe the maybe don't touch them. I blacked out when I did that NBC <laughs> segment. I don't get nervous really anymore. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. You, you, the other another tip: do it so much until you don't get nervous anymore. That's, That's awesome. the only way you can get less nervous on mm-hmm. air is to do it a million times so that's why i was like find an outlet that you can just do this a million times that's the only way you really do get better at it so that was my first blackout moment first on air memory and then it was very similar when i did vh1 live for the first time mm-hmm. because that felt like real tv moment sure. as like an opportunity We're talking to cable be here. like yeah host of the most like yes. true fashion segment and i literally like insulted the host within the first <laughs> but did not not even mean to. Like, it was... So she was like, Jackie Moraine or whatever. Uh And I was like, don't worry. You're not the only person who failed it today. And like, everybody started laughing but I... Because it was called Nailed It Failed It. Uh I didn't even mean it that... Like, it just came out and everyone was like, oh! And luckily, Carrie Keegan, like amazing host yeah she was like she loves she lives for that kind of stuff so but, she loved it but, but I was those, like, are oh.
0: mom- those are the those are the the beautiful moments of live tv like yes. things you say and you're just like oh that was that got a great laugh which
1: means at home it got a great great laugh you're just like great i'm killing it right and yeah. that, and i really didn't mean to but good i'm funny what okay cool exactly and then that feeds you you know mm-hmm. and so so i feed off of that energy like nobody's biz mm-hmm. but yeah so so those were a few of my blackout blackout first first timers so you know when you're embarking on this
0: new tv life like it's not like every day you're getting an email or a phone call being like hello do you want to be on live tv tomorrow do you want so you obviously had hard times right like where where it was just vacant there was like nothing
1: well i can tell you that for me when i feel that when i felt that way i always created work for myself Mm, i literally and but that's when i would feel very bad because i'm like nobody wants to like pay me to do this. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like a loser that's just signing myself up for something like like an extracurricular right And it's like, I'm in charge of it, fuck. You know know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think those are always my hardest times because you kind of like those meeting stretches where you just like go into those meetings and you're like, is anything gonna happen? Um, To keep amping yourself up. And it gets harder over the years because here's the thing, no matter how much you get, like, like you know somebody who's had a job for like 10 years mm-hmm. in, a, in a corporate industry that never happens for us like never, never. like if you have a job <laughs> for two years which was one of my longest running jobs you're lucky that is like being an, unheard of that's like being an executive for 20 years yep. and so the scary part is knowing that it's always going to happen again and you're going to have to recreate it all again yeah and so those are my hardest times mm-hmm. you know those in-betweens and I just create, create, create activity. And that is when I actually feel the worst and the best because I feel like the new hope is on the horizon. However, I feel like at the same time, I have no hope because I cannot keep like pushing myself to do this this way so it's the biggest mixed ball mixed you know bag of energy is when i'm like i call it my creating my own (laughs) self-work and then sean's like oh so i'm like you know yeah so so those are the hardest times especially when you go on like a meetings run and you like you're trying not to put all your eggs in the basket but you are putting all your mental eggs in those baskets and every meeting feels like a yeah, and I want to tell the listeners, like,
0: as hosts, we do something called generals, which yeah. are just general meetings that you take with all these networks, with all these like digital media companies, all this stuff. And you sit there, and you think they're going to offer you something. Like, in your mind, in your dream of dreams, you're like, they're going to offer me a show, or they're going to meet me, and they're going to be like, you're great for this new show we have launching next week, you know? And then you get there, and they're like, so, like, what, what's up? And it's like, oh okay, well, and then you sell yourself and they're like, well, it's really nice meeting you. Have a great day. And Uh, it's that back to back to back to back.
1: Yes, it is. It's very hard to go in for a meeting where there's not an actual job at stake, which is more like a casting, right? Yes. So, or an audition. Like, it's very hard because you can have the best meeting and you're like, I'm going to be famous tomorrow. And I did learn my lesson. So I'll tell you there's two dynamics. The modeling dynamic, which, which is better, is the question, everybody, which is you walk in, they close your book and you know it's a no. They're like, thank you. Mm-hmm. No. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and they will say it too. Like, you're not good for this because of this. Okay. That's the New York modeling scene. And I know you know this, Ellie Lee. Then there's the LA scene where it's that. Like, you are mm-hmm. awesome. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. I love you. Everything about you. We'll talk soon. Yep. And then you you're like, I got a yeah. I got a I got a number yeah. one show today. Yeah. You call and your then boyfriend.
0: You don't hear it. Exactly. You call your boyfriend, you're like, babe. This is the one. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the one. We're about to hit it big. And then nothing. Nothing.
1: You may not even get the email back. <laughs> right, right. Right. And then do I send ten emails? Right, right. What should I do? What is the rule here? What is my here? next excuse to write an email? Right. Oh, I actually I just saw a leaf today that looks like you and I just wanted to say hi and give can, you my new press kit.
0: Can I tell you? I had a meeting with a big exec at a, a network thing and we made a joke about how she dresses her cat up in like all these crazy Halloween costumes sometimes. So, literally, our email chain for a while, because I wanted to keep in touch with her, was I would send her, oh, look at my Pitches dog. Are... <laughs> look at my dog in a hot dog costume. And then she, we would just send each other back, and then the conversation just died, and it never got <laughs> nothing, anywhere. Never. Nothing. Even nothing. with
1: all the dog costumes. All the dog costumes, man. <sighs> so, you know, it's tough. What I, what I, so, I actually, I'd, I appreciate the honesty. I'd actually rather know right at the moment. That it's not going to happen because then you're clinging on to hope. Yeah, that is false hope. Yeah, so I actually would rather the real. Mm -hmm. However, I have decided that I just don't care, and I will incessantly email people. I will literally be like. I would like a job in this here's this video look what can we do I- I'm so direct now and like when somebody says let's have lunch I, like I literally am like tomorrow at two <sighs> I yes. do not give people outs anymore you cannot get away from me and I just because I don't I just don't have time to care anymore I'm just like boom I'm gonna be so I've become so much more forceful than oh, I you know, love that I'd be like <laughs> This is cute. Look at this idea. Now I'm like, here's my rates. Here's what I do. You know, I'm. I've just become so much more direct. And honestly, what do you have to lose? Exactly. Literally, someone's not gonna like not use you because you're more direct and you follow up more. Like, they may think you're annoying, but who cares? If they weren't going to hire you anyway, then what's the difference? Right. So I've become way stronger in follow-up. My last coffee date with you, I left that coffee date being like, damn,
0: that girl changed a little. Because you started when you – because before, like, to me, like – You are such a perfectionist and you do, you know, do your work. So to me, I always think that you care. You know, you care what people think. And then when we sat for coffee, you're just like, I don't care anymore. And I was like, dude, just the freedom that rung in my ears was like, yes, this is the way. And I loved that you are going down this journey.
1: But don't you find you get your best success when you're just like cautioning when, forget it. Here I go. Absolutely. It's like the live adrenaline, you know? And so I am like at that point where I've given so much of myself willingly, Mm -hmm. you have to remember you're signing yourself up for this, Mm -hmm. but I'm at a point where not that I don't have time to waste, but I, I'm not scared anymore of going after it. I'm just not, I don't care. (laughs) I really don't care what people think of me. I know I want it and I'm going to show it. And if you don't, want me to have it then you're still not going to give it to me so fine badass i'm I'm so badass i love it oh i love it um
0: can you tell the audience just a lot of just give me your resume of all the, like the tv things that you've done
1: you used to be the fashion host at us weekly tell them tell give it so, to us yes 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 so obviously project runway model was like the modeling easy way to sum that up then it was into after buzz tv correspondent dancing with the stars um creating my own fashion week content there. So that, you know, basically that was like my stomping ground to, to figure I did a million red carpets, got them all myself, pitched it to them. Like, I think I did like 300 hours of content there. Oh my God. Now they have like 300 hosts. Um, Fresh Home Magazine contributor, which wow. got me on, started to get me on all the talk shows. Then on, uh, when I was flying home on a red eye from an After Buzz Dancing with the Stars uh, package, I got, I, I had put my... Stuff on LinkedIn. And I yeah. was like, t- Sean made me do it. And I was, boyfriend. And I was like, boyfriend, no, our stuff doesn't get picked up on LinkedIn. Yep. Anyway, through LinkedIn, that's how the VH1 producer found me, got home to an email. I went in that same day, like no shower because <laughs> my lashes were it. still on. I love it. And actually got hired that day from Amazing. that meeting and that became you know my regular fashion friday and mm-hmm. to you know correspondent there so vh1 buzz and then it's been literally uh the view wendy yep. williams mm-hmm. extra brands directly like burlington yes. um now building my own platform jackie yep and I was the host for two years of the Us Weekly Red Carpet Daily Show, which was actually actually supposed to be a one-season show. Turned but into how many? Five exactly. seasons over two years. Exactly. Thank you, AT&T. Mm-hmm and DirecTV, and then um, and HSN's, I was actually HSN's fashion and red carpet correspondent for a better part of four years. And by the way, just a little side note, not that it totally matters, but actually the head of talent at HSN at the time called my mom and was like, do you mind if we hire Jackie? So I just want to put it out there that you think it was the connection. It was non-nepotism, people. It, it might have given me the exposure that they saw my stuff, but however, my mom was like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, just so you know, no matter who you know, and whatever, I've always just worked like it's just me. Yes. And so, even in those circles, and so you know, that's pretty a Steve Harvey show. Yep. Um, you know, so that's a quick resume. Yeah. A, you a know, stacked it's hard resume. To, it's hard to think of everything when you you know. Well, you've done a
0: lot. jeez I'm like, oh my god, you've done so much. <laughs> Jackie, what do you say to any of the listeners out there who have dreams or aspirations of being a style expert on television, talking fashion, if somebody who's so obsessed with doing that, how, what would you say to
1: them? Honestly, the beauty of fashion is that there are so many facets to the industry. So if you like, like I went the FIT route and was, you know, interning in PR and then that's how I was at Fashion Week. So The thing about fashion is you can get yourself surrounded by it in so many different versions Mm. from magazines to stylists to digital, you know, so modeling, you know, there's so many different agencies. Now influencers are taking over the world and I just got myself into that business this year. Yes. So, so the beauty, I would say the biggest beauty of social media, because we know there's the good and the bad and the Mm -hmm, ugly, mm -hmm. has been that you can create your own jobs in fashion right there. Boom. Boom. And actually, like you can find clients and court them yourself, and you don't have to get measured on a stick and be five nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so social media to me has changed the fashion game game. Mm -hmm. i direct message brands i like i said oh yeah you've shown me i'm like yes girl i'm like yes "Yes, i do yep i love your stuff can i wear your shoes i mean i don't care what that's how you have to connect these days but you can like Mm -hmm. it's become like we said that sort of veil over the fashion business has been lifted Lifted. thank you social media so for me that is my biggest you know round of applause to social media for that oh So I think so my biggest advice would be you can really get yourself into the industry in so many ways now, especially because of social media, reach out to the people you admire, reach out to everybody, create your own content and and just know that there are so many versions of fashion jobs out there. So maybe it's not exactly what you want to start, but it can get you there. So I feel like you might have to go around the block a little bit but you can get there. But
0: Jackie, like you and I started years and years ago before the, b- the the birth of social media, right? So we were figuring things out when things were so much harder. It's now serious. you guys have it all. Everything. You can do anything and the world can see it. Exactly. So strap on your boots and figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> Now, Jackie, welcome to a segment I'm calling
1: Fashion Round.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and I want your style expertise. Are you ready to play? I'm so ready. Here we go. Who has better style, Jackie? Blake Lively or Tracy Ellis
1: Ross? Blake Lively.
0: Wow, I did not think you were going to say that. Do you like <laughs> Blake's better than Tracy's? I do. Interesting. Well,
1: because Blake just has that look that I, you know, I want to be. She's one of those I want to be her girls. You want to be her girls? Okay. So, but I. Like I admire Tracy's style. Yes. I would say she's been my eye catcher this year. Yes. So I will give her
0: eye catcher award. Okay. Okay. I like that award. Uh, What has been the worst trend in the last five years?
1: (gasps) Bike shorts as regular wear. You mean the Kim Kardashian bike shorts? Mm -hmm. You hate them. Let me just tell you the growth of this. Yes. It is the growth of what used to be people wearing leggings with short tops and I'm not a huge fan of that although athleisure has boomed so I've let it go a little bit but it's now bike shorts are the new leggings with short tops because I feel like leggings have been abused greatly. Yeah. And now the biker shorts is the new leggings. See my problem with the, you know, all these leggings
0: and biker shorts is the camel toe situation. Right, exactly. So when you wear
1: a tank top that's up to the the waistband, you've got camel toe, you've got back stuff going on. Exactly. and, And leggings don't, make everybody look yeah, it's not the most it, flattering thing for it, everyone right they're they're not an instant cure-all. Yes. So they get very abused. And now the, now it's the bike short version. Yeah.
0: I'm going to go throw mine out when I get home. Thanks, Jackie. I'm sorry. Jackie. No, it's okay. <laughs> How did you feel about Michelle
1: Obama's sparkly leg boot with the yellow dress? Yes. I was... It's only fitting she was with Carrie Bradshaw. Of course. So because she was with Carrie Bradshaw, ah, she deserves every second of the sparkly leg boot, okay. even though I would never have recommended it. Interesting. I, I would have never said, go out looking like this I mean I would never have thought she would wear those I know and yet I swear I think it took her being in the room with Carrie Bradshaw for it to work and she seemed to enjoy it And you know yes. what? I, so like people always laugh that I love like Rita Ora's style and like crazy people like that mm-hmm. because when you, em, when you are embodying what you're in yeah you sell, you sell me I'm sold mm. so I would have never picked it however mm-hmm. I probably would have given her a nailed it
0: well, okay, mm-hmm. all right. And just to let you guys know, that's Jackie's thing. Nailed it or failed it. So, right. we nailed it. I would give she her. Nailed it I would give it to her. Mm-hmm. Do you consider SJP a style icon? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, should Ariana Grande ditch the big sweater, thigh-high boots and ponytail? Is it time? Yes. Would you rather have a closet
1: full of sh- clothes or shoes? <sighs> Do you know what? That I have so many shoes I don't even realize. I need so to. See. I would think it would be clothes, but it might be shoes. I think it might be shoes for you. It might be Girls shoes. Love
0: shoes. It's weird. No, y'all love it. Okay. Lastly, for someone who doesn't understand fashion, what can you tell them? What can you tell them about like how to just put an outfit together?
1: Honestly, yeah. Don't try too hard. Keep it sleek and keep it basic. If yes. you don't know what to do, wear the little black dress. Wear the clean, sleek. You know, all black yep. head to toe. That looks the richest. Yes, and mm-hmm. who doesn't want to look rich? I love looking rich. If you're not going to be stand out, like you may not be able to wear a yellow fur coat and feel comfortable. Right, exactly. So wear the sleek yes. and look chic. However, and also you can buy chic uh, more affordably that way when you keep it basic. Yes, love it.
0: Are you ready for?
1: I'm relatable. Okay. Yeah. It's ten questions in
0: ten seconds. It's not really ten seconds, but it goes with the ten questions. But you have to respond as fast as you can. Are okay. you ready to play? Yes. have you ever thought about quitting the whole thing yes
1: how do you feel when people say oh my god you're killing it uh i barely even achieved anything <laughs> how do you get over jealousy i just think of what i like
0: about myself great what's the top characteristic a style expert like you on tv should have Likeability? yes absolutely if you could get rid of social media in your life would you yes What's the most obnoxious critique you've ever been given? Shave your hip bones. Oh my God, please never shave your hip bones. Your hip bones are amazing. Uh, what's the best compliment you consistently
1: get? Um, you're so natural on air. <sighs> yes, Bo, yes you are. Name, the, name one thing that gets you out of depressive state. Eating. <laughs> Eating what, girl? What would like, you like to out eat? out at a restaurant. Like, let's go out to eat. Yeah. I it, And when you're usually in the depressive state, it's over money. So you so should not do that. <laughs> right, 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 right. And then, of course, shopping. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. So I'm a compulsive spender. I love it. Uh, <laughs> if you weren't
0: a style expert on television, doing your thing, or an fashion influencer, you'd probably be
1: a... Nothing else i love I it wanna you know I like, I like that answer. i cannot figure out something else that gets me as excited i love that best advice you can give people who don't handle haters well don't look
0: yeah don't look on a scale from one to ten how real do you keep it i would
1: hope ten you do what's the one thing you wish you could tell your younger self to stop stressing yeah. over every little thing Because when it gets harder, you're like, why did I stress over that stuff? (laughs) Exactly,
0: girl. Uh, What's the best thing about doing what you do? It makes me happy. And lastly, did you enjoy your time with me?
1: (laughs) Always. Jackie, where can people find you? At Jackie Moran on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I care about that more than anything else in the whole wide world. And of course, my website's JackieMoran.com.
0: Yes. If you guys really want to learn how to dress... Please go on Jackie's Instagram.
1: Guys, my biggest thing, which I barely even said, is my love for affordable fashion. Yes. So I have something called the hashtag under 100 club. Mm-hmm. Mostly everything I wear is under $100. Not everything. I do have that Gucci bag that I stole mm-hmm. from my mama mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. But that's like my zone. When I flip a price tag and it's under 100, I like flip out. You so love that's a deal. pretty much the angle of my Instagram. And I really want more followers, guys. Yes. And it would be amazing. And you'll find so many under 100 fashion finds. So many. So amazing. Jackie, I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I love your podcast, Ellie Lee. Well, girl, you are always welcome back for part two. I'm
0: so excited. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. You can follow me on at EllieLee.tv. Please subscribe, rate, review. I mean, leave a review. Even if you want to just say hi, it helps, you know. Uh, Thank you, guys. Until next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.